voiceamerica.com. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Well, good afternoon if you're on the East Coast, and good morning if you're on the West Coast. I'm Patricia Raskin. We have a wonderful program for you today on Positive Living. Remember, this program is all about turning your obstacles into opportunities, your problems into solutions, and making your dreams come true. And we're talking today about words and how words have so much power and that the language that you use really tells what's going to happen in your life. My guest is Yvonne Oswald, Ph.D. She's a national U.S. award-winning pioneer in the field of personal growth. A renowned and respected communications trainer and keynote speaker, she's a certified trainer of hypnosis and a master practitioner of NLP and timeline therapy. And she's British-born and a qualified teacher with over 20 years of experience. And her second book, which we're talking about today, is Every Word Has Power. Switch on your language and turn on your life. And you can give us a call if you're listening today, June 16th, live on Monday at 866-472-5788. You can also log online and these shows are archived. Welcome, Avon. Hello and welcome to you, Patricia. Yeah, thank, you so thank you for coming on the program. What is the number one reason that your work and your book is pioneering and different? It's because, basically, I realized um, when I watched The Secret, I was like, well, yeah, it's all very well saying think positively and have clear intent. But they didn't kind of tell you how to do it. And then people started attempting to do it and finding it wasn't working, not realizing that the actual words they were using were, were really significant. Now, when I was teaching hypnosis to people to be trained as hypnotherapists, I suddenly realized that what they were saying was taking the people in the opposite direction. So they would say, so don't worry about that, you know, this and let go of all the thoughts of today and now take a deep breath and let it go. But all they'd left the person with was worrying about things. Okay. So, so I started thinking about words and how interesting they were and then I started really researching words and realized just how important language is. So what you're saying is that the word that you use is mm-hmm. what's going to start bringing you the result. Exactly. So if you say, I'm tired, I'm down and out, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I've had it, then that's what's going to happen to you. Yeah, and that's fairly obvious, except that what you don't realize is your, your mind is like a quantum internet. So if I say to you, don't think of a pink elephant, what, do, what are you thinking of? You have to think of a pink elephant, right? And if yes. I say to you, then don't worry, you're actually saying the opposite. You're sending people to worry. Mm. So if I say to you, no, no problem, what have you sent your unconscious mind searching for? People are using words very carelessly without realizing that the yeah. unconscious mind is running off like a little doggy fetching a bone for you. Yes. It's going off and getting simply the keywords you use. So what's the difference, Avon, between conscious and unconscious language? Conscious language is when you're actually thinking about what you're going to be saying. Unconscious is what's been, what you've been programmed to be thinking for years and years and years. Most of the unconscious stuff is done before you're seven years old. Mm. So your parents have passed on their beliefs and their negative emotions or their... You know, and there are high energy emotions and positive beliefs too. However, we're carrying all the stuff around like baggage and people don't even realize we're carrying it. Mm. It's like, you know, why are you carrying that 20-pound bag of potatoes? What 20-pound bag of potatoes? Okay, so what happens when 
you're saying all the right things. You're skilled, you know what to say, and you're saying all the right things. Okay. But the Uh self-talk is different. The self-talk has to be changed by making it conscious. It's such an unconscious thing. So you think, oh, wow, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a go at starting a new career, and then you hear in your head, oh, that's not a good idea. You know, starting new things at your age isn't mm-hmm. da-da-da-da. And you've got that self-taught happening. Now, when you consciously change every single keyword in your language and consciously change the limiting decisions, what happens is you suddenly hear, that's a great idea. Why don't we do that? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a surprise the first time you hear yourself supporting yourself, but it actually works. Yeah. It's really good stuff. So, so All right, so let's, let's talk about, let's give an example. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about someone who is really consciously trying to improve their health. They're trying to exercise more. Okay. And so they're doing it. They're doing it, mm-hmm. but there's that little voice in there that's mm-hmm. saying, well, I don't really like this, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure this is really going to work long yeah. term. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. happens there? Those are limiting decisions, and what usually happens with that is that you've set the goal too high too quickly. Okay. So someone will come to me who's for therapy and they weigh 200 pounds and they say, I want to get 60 pounds off in a month and I want to do an hour's exercise a day. And it's totally not realistic because what's going to happen is after one day they're going to be going, oh, I can't keep this up, I can't mm-hmm. do it. So usually what I'll say to them is make the goal very, very small on a, very, on a daily basis, like five minutes a day at first. And if you do more than that, then you have to say, fabulous, great job. Then you're always into bonus points. So what you what you're saying, Yvonne, is don't do more than you can really deliver because yes. then your self talk becomes negative. Correct. Yeah, you're setting a wall up in front of you immediately, and, and that will stop you from moving forward. And then you're going to have a coffee, or you're going to have a sticky bun. <laughs> you know. Mm. Now you talk about high high and low energy words. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, I used to talk about low uh, positive and negative words, and then I thought, let's look up the word positive. And actually, if you look at the word positive on the Internet these days, there's lots of HIV sites and there's lots of uh, hepatitis C sites. Mm. So the, even the word positive has a different chain of meanings now than it used to have even 20 years ago. And I used to think, well, positive and negative, that's a polarity thing again, which we're, we're actually attempting to get away from. So there's a variation of words. So something, a word like hate has a huge energy level, which is a low energy. And it takes you into low energy, and it actually lowers your immune system physically as well. They've proved it. Um, if you use a word like love or happiness or joy or enthusiasm, that's going to completely change your energy so that you're actually optimistic. It's actually, you actually even use a different part of the brain when you use those kind of words. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the whole point. Is that you can okay. What All right. Doing. What do you do when you want to be positive? I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. Let's say... Well, something sad happened. You know, mm-hmm. someone um, someone got sick who's close to you, yeah. or you're just going through a breakup, yeah. and you want to be positive, but you're just sad and you're really feeling it. What do you advise there? I advised in my magic, which I invented, which is on page 103 of Every Word Has Power, and it actually clears a negative emotion in less than a minute. Talk about that. Okay. So what I realized was when I started clearing my language was I was actually getting huge emotions coming up, which were basically the baggage I've been hanging on to that I hadn't even realized was there. And I thought, what can I do to actually change that and make it so that, you know, the emotions are cleared quickly, rather like a child does, you know, on a day-to-day basis. They'll go through like 10 emotions in five minutes. First of all, with something like grieving or or a, a relationship breakup, you have to allow yourself to grieve. You have to allow yourself to let those emotions go. So someone saying, you know, keep your chin up, you'll be fine. 
that doesn't help at that point. It's just like, you know what, just let that, you know, go with whatever's happening, let it go. What's not healthy is then holding on to those emotions and keep cycling around like doing a loop. Mm. So at that point, then you do the mind magic and actually clear it out. All right. Tell us about the mind magic. Okay. So it was a, a, a what I did, I invented a way, um, I put a load of NLP techniques together and hypnosis and timeline, and I suddenly thought, what if we could do it really quickly? What are the rules of engagement that you need to instruct the unconscious mind to do? And what happened was I actually re- realized very quickly that there are only two instructions needed. You need to, first of all, instruct the unconscious mind to find the file folder, which is basically the same as you do deleting a file on the computer, and then clear that file folder out alongside preserving all the positive lessons. So in other words, you're you're instructing your mind computer to delete the file and don't ever let that file appear again. And it works beautifully. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. And you do it three times. So when you delete a file, you first of all have to know the name of the file Right, and then you find the file and you say, "Delete this file, please." And what does the computer then say to you? No, no. It usually says, "Are you sure?" Mm-hmm. Right, and you say, "Yes, I'm sure." And then you clear it, and then it goes over to the recycle, and then the computer recycles it or gets rid of it eventually. Mm. Okay, and it's the same with with a, with a negative emotion or limiting decision. Those are the only two things that that kind of act like little black clouds above your head, stopping the sunshine coming in. And the reason they're there is a very fabulous reason. It's to show you're not quite on track with your life. So if you can view all emotions as positive, that there's a really good reason for a negative one being around, if it is around, because it means you're you're out of alignment with your values in some way. But aren't there situations, Yvonne, where you do need to be sad and you do need to be angry and you do need to be scared? You do. You need, because it's a survival mechanism for sure. If you've got someone coming at you through the jungle, you need to be scared and you need to be able to run or fight. So, yeah, they're very useful. And, you know, Patricia, if we didn't have emotions, life wouldn't be very interesting, right? <laughs> it would be kind of a fairly humdrum thing. The idea, though, is to keep as many high-energy emotions around as possible. And when the low-energy ones come up, move them through quickly. All right. So... Basically, this it's called mind magic. Yes, magic of the mind, because I realized that the mind was a very magic place, and it's actually in your mind, in your unconscious or your subconscious, that all change takes place and all learning takes place. Okay. You don't change consciously, you change unconsciously. Right. You make a decision to change consciously, but the actual change takes place in the 90% of the other you, the other part of you. And some of this is based on NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming. Yeah, or human behavioral technology. I like the term human behavioral technology because NLP is basically a study of excellence and how to reproduce it. And human behavioral technology is how the mind actually works and how you can apply the same rules as for a computer with your mind, and it works beautifully. Interesting. Yeah. All right, how can people find your book? They can go to Amazon.com and uh, go to Every Word Has Power and, and order the book. And, it's, and I kept it soft. I, I, actually, the, um, the publishers said, you know, we'll put it in hardback first. And I said, no, I'd like it straight to soft copy, please, because I want it really available to everybody. We've sold 11,500 in, in just over two months mm. already. It's fantastic. It's just taken off. It really is. Yeah, it's wonderful. It really is. And it, it's... Mm. 
And, and one of the things that's so simple when you think about words, but really, yes. if people just start thinking about what they're saying before yes. they say it. Yeah. And you can't do that consciously. You have to get someone else to spot you when you're speaking. You know, you'll, you'll say, oh, I hate that TV show, and someone will say, yeah, me too. But you don't realize what you've actually sent your, your mind off looking for. Yeah. Hate's a huge word, you know, and it's like, ah. Yeah. Or when someone says, you know, that kills me. Yes, I know, I know, exactly. Yeah, be careful said, of that. You know, exactly. Yeah. You know, you need someone else saying, ooh, can you switch that? So what I recommend is that you get like a switch buddy and you help each other. You'll find that there's one word you use more than others. You'll use the word bad or difficult or hard mm-hmm. quite a lot. And if you can start with just one word, change And work that. on that one. Work on eliminating that. Yeah. All right. My guest is Yvonne Oswald. We're going to take a break. She's a nationally U.S. award-winning pioneer in the field of personal growth. Her new book is Every Word Has Power, Switch on Your Language, and Turn on Your Life. You can call us after the break at 866-472-5788. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer, and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with easy to understand tools and tips with his weekly guest jim draws from successes with professionals college high school and youth teams coaches and players learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure tension and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with championship thinking every tuesday at 4 p.m pacific time right here on america's voice voice america hey dad what i can't get the ketchup bottle open Here, let me try. There you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Had an accident? The people you may encounter may be attorneys, doctors, and insurance agents. How do you protect yourself and your family? Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff, an experienced trial attorney and former legislator. Attorney Woodruff and his expert guests assist and inform on what to do in a crisis, what steps to take, what to avoid, and most important, what you need to know to get through the process. Meeting by Accident broadcasts every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Because being informed makes all the difference. Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Positive Living, 
and I'm Patricia Raskin. It's a great show for you today. We're talking about the power of words, how we use our language, how it affects us and people around us, but it also affects us more than we think it does because it affects what happens to us. My guest today is Yvonne Oswald, and her book is Every Word Has Power, Switch on Your Language and Turn on Your Life. Yvonne Oswald, Ph.D., is a national U.S. award-winning pioneer in the field of personal growth. She's a renowned and respected communications trainer and keynote speaker, a certified trainer of hypnosis, and a master practitioner of NLP and timeline therapy. And again, her second book is Every Word Has Power. And you can give us a call if you're listening live on June 16th at 866-472-5788. Welcome back, Yvonne. Thank you. Okay. I want to talk a little more about this mind magic Mm -hmm. in terms of how it works when we're really stuck. Okay. So what I realized very quickly was that that the computer that you look at every day is just a microcosm of the macrocosm. It's a model of, of how our mind works. So as I started thinking about deleting files and how simple it should be, really, if you use it, if it is a, um, uh, a model, I suddenly realized that it's exactly the same system. So you literally are speaking and thinking your thoughts into reality right now. So what you're thinking now, and basically what's happening today is the results of what you were thinking last year or five years ago. So what we need to do is change our thoughts and our language on a day-to-day basis so that we're always moving towards a, a nicer reality. And you're saying you really need somebody to help you with that. It's hard to catch it yourself. You, you literally can't. I have a game when I, when I teach the hypnosis. I have a game where we get 20 poker chips each on the first day, and I say, you know, we're going to catch each other. And everyone says, oh, we don't need these. We're so positive. And then they suddenly find that they can't even say a sentence without a negative word in it. It's very interesting. You know, the coins fly around the room like for three days and then finally people start thinking about it and they have to actually practice the the sentence in the head before they open the mouth to say something. Hmm. So let's give an example. Okay. So I'm going to run you through this mind magic. Um, Part of it is learning how to go into the alpha state, which is, um, you know, just meditation or hypnosis or the state just before you're in, just before you go to sleep at night. You know when you're drifting? Yes. So to do that, you simply look up. You choose a spot on the ceiling and then just soften your gaze so that you're aware of what's on the right and the left at the same time. Okay. Okay. And you'll notice that you start to feel really good because you're actually using the prefrontal cortex, the top of your forehead part of your brain, Mm. and that's a place where you can only be happy. Mm. And then go ahead and look around the room at the same time as still having that soft gaze both sides. So you're seeing the peripheral vision. And that actually puts you in an instant state of optimism. Okay, so that should be kind of the state you're in all day, every day. Especially when you're driving because you can see stuff coming up on the outside that you wouldn't have otherwise have been aware of. Right? So that's the, that's the place we're going to in order to release the next You don't want to do that when you're driving, though, do you? Do it yeah, fine? you want to, sure, because you've got, you need that 100, not looking up, but looking ahead, looking straight ahead, keeping that 180 degrees peripheral vision. Because what happens then is you're aware of it, the big picture and not just a focused area. Mm-hmm. You'll notice other stuff. It, okay. it's, a, it's, really, it's called the learning state. It's a great place to be in. You know, if you've got any kids or you, or you know any kids, teach them how to do this. Look at the teacher at the same time as being aware of what's on the right and the left. And the learning goes in much quicker. Interesting. It goes in without a filter, in effect. Okay? 
So that's where we're going to go in order to release the emotions. The next step is we need to tell the unconscious mind where to put the new file folder. So where to put the, the new instruction. And that is, if you're holding a phone, you just hold the phone with your left hand. If you're not, then just simply put your left hand in a loose fist on your knee, um, facing down, so that you've got the knuckle of the first finger pointing up. The first finger of your right hand then, the, the tip of your right finger on your right hand, first finger on your right hand, you simply place on that first knuckle of the left hand. Mm-hmm. And that actually is called an anchor, and it just gives, gives your unconscious mind where, an instruction of where to put the new instruction. So anytime you put your finger there in future, your unconscious mind simply knows what to do. It's like putting enter into your keyboard. Mm-hmm. Okay? So the first thing we need to do with, with the beginning of it is find the negative emotion you want to release. So find the, net, the file folder name. So what would be your name for the file folder? Oh, probably fear. Okay, so I'm going to ask you to do fear and anxiety. So if anybody listening wants to do this as well, this is really cool. Uh, fear and anxiety, we quite often mix them up because anxiety is actually the name we give to a future fear. So I usually put them in the same file folder. So we're, we're doing fear and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Okay? So to find fear and anxiety, what you do is you go ahead and put your head down. What that does, it takes you into the middle brain or the limbic brain, which is where your negative emotions are accessible. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, with your head down, find out where you're holding that fear and anxiety in your physical body. Where would that be? Solar plexus, stomach. Solar plexus, okay, and it's different for everyone. Some hold it in the neck, some hold it in the tummy. So connect with that feeling, and then go ahead and look up. Choose your spot on the ceiling. Soften your gaze so that you're aware of what's on the right and the left. Put the first finger of your right hand, the tip of the finger, on the knuckle of your left hand. Take a deep breath. And still staring with your eyes still open, as you release the breath, let go of the root cause of the fear and anxiety, along with all other negative emotions and limiting decisions and beliefs, preserve the positive lessons for your health and benefit. Take the finger off, put your head down again. We do it three times. Go ahead and search for that emotion. It's not, it won't be as easy to find this time, right? Hmm, true. Okay, then go ahead and look up. Choose your spot. Soften your gaze so that you're aware of what's on the right and the left, and this is actually the most important part of it, by the way. Then put your finger on the knuckle, take a deep breath, and as you release the breath, let go of the root cause of the fear and anxiety, along with all other negative emotions, limiting decisions and beliefs, preserve the positive lessons for your health and benefit. Take the finger off, head down for the last time. Look for it, you won't find it at all, though. Go on, huh? And go ahead and look up. Choose your spot. Soften your gaze, finger on the knuckle, take a deep breath. As you release the breath, let go of the root cause of the fear and anxiety, along with all other negative emotions, limiting decisions and beliefs, preserve the positive lessons for your health and benefit. And finger off, and you are done. Hmm. And then go ahead and try and find it in your solar plexus. There won't be anything there now. So this is in your book, and people could do this every day around something in which they feel stuck. Yes. What if, what if, um, Yvonne, they were about to have a difficult conversation with a boss or with um, their spouse? Yeah, it's brilliant for that because what you do is you simply go into another room or, you know, I mean, this situations that come up in in the work, you know, you know you've got to say something to someone but you really don't want to go in with a lot of emotions because then it's going to end up with a, a big out of control situation. You go out of the room. You decide what emotion is present, whether it's fear or anger or frustration or whatever. You simply do the mind magic for one minute, and then you go in and talk to them, and you are completely flat. And what happens is then 
you're actually having a conversation that will work. Yeah. There's, there's another thing I actually put in the book too. It's called the feedback sandwich. And that actually makes a huge difference when you're talking in relationships. So what, what normally happens is, you know, a boss says to a worker, well, I like the way you do this, but I don't like the way you do that. Yeah. And the worker ends up thinking, huh, the boss is like not a very nice person. So what, what you can say is, look, I really, really like the way you've done this. It's a great thing. You've done a great job here. What I'd like to see you stretch to do is, you know, be on time, um, come in, make sure you're a bit more efficient with your work, but altogether I'm really glad you're on, this, on our team. If you add that third sentence, what happens is that whatever's in the middle actually gets sent in unconsciously and they don't hear it very much, but they'll still respond. Hmm. So if you're saying to a child, you know, look, um, this is a really not very good behavior. I love the way you're my, my child. I'm really happy you chose me for a parent, for a mom. You know, I'd like to really see if we can find a way around this behavior that you're doing. Altogether, though, I'm really, really happy you're, you're, you're in my family and I'm really very proud of you. Mm-hmm. And what happens is that the child is left feeling extremely supported. So you really, really, you never want to say, don't do that, that's terrible, mm-hmm. you know, you're making a mistake, yeah, it's really. stupid. Yeah, because that's exactly what they'll go ahead and do. You say don't touch to a five-year-old, the child will reach out and touch. And then you'll, you'll yell, don't touch. You know, don't forget your lunch. What are they instructing the child to do? Forget the lunch. Mm. It's like I said, don't forget your lunch. It's like, okay, I did forget my lunch. But you could say... Could you say remember? You say remember your lunch. lunch. Yeah, you can even say don't remember your lunch. Because then the kid will go, what? Don't remember my lunch? Oh, remember. Mm-hmm. So they'll double dip mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it's, it's very important. It, it's really quite, people are talking to the children not realizing they're giving exactly the opposite instruction. Like, don't drop that. Be careful you don't drop that. It's like, okay. Hey, it's on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Hold that carefully is a way better instruction. All right. We have about two minutes left before the break. Right. So in two minutes, what is the major piece that you hear from people when you give workshops? What do you hear that they have difficulty with? Changing. Actually, actually change, making change happen fast. And what happens is they attempt to make a huge change, not realizing that they have to make one phone call. So they'll say, I, don't, I can't make sales calls, like 30 sales calls a day. Well, attempting to do 30 sales calls a day is huge. But if you attempt to do one a day, and then any more is bonus, what happens is it becomes an easy job. It, it's about So sometimes it. our small. goals are too, too high almost. Yes. You can set the goals high as long as you do give it a good timeline. And then you need to start doing the first step. And it's that first step. But it's, the, it's getting the momentum going, which is the least easy thing to do. You know, once you've started eating healthily or once you've started your exercise routine, it's easy to keep it going. It's actually that very, very first step that's the interesting thing. So you need to make the very first step the smallest possible thing you can do practically. One phone call, one two-minute thing of exercise. What have people told you um, the results have been when they've changed the way they, t- they talk? They've been fantastic. I found that um, depression completely eliminate, is, is eliminated real fast because they're actually always thinking towards the goals instead of away from where they've been. And the people, um, I have a doctor called Dr. Tebby who's here in Toronto. He works a lot with depression and with cancer patients and things. 
And he finds that, he said, it's unbelievable. Just changing the way people think and talk about the way they are actually has changed their, his results have dramatically increased. All right. The timeline's real fast. All right, we're going to take a break. My Mm -hmm. guest is Yvonne Oswald. Her book is Every Word Has Power, Switch on Your Language and Turn on Your Life. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned, folks. There's plenty more. We'll be right back. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, and ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. I can take care of myself. I can make a peanut butter sandwich. I can brush my teeth, and I can give myself a bath. I can walk home alone from school. I can pick dinner from the trash behind the deli. I can watch the baby for the whole weekend. I can keep a baseball bat by my bed just in case there's trouble. Don't worry about me. I can take care of myself. If you're in jail, who'll be there to take care of your family? Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. What would you do if you knew that you could not fail? The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile is a radio forum for some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Dr. Pat brings together and introduces visionary scientists and futurists, environmentalists, educators, business leaders, inventors, filmmakers, authors, artists, mystics, and healers who inspire and support individual and collective growth and positive cultural shifts. This award-winning show empowers the listening community to be the change they want to see in the world. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern for the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile, radio to thrive by. News Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Voiceamerica.com. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. We have a great show for you today. We're talking about how words have power. My guest is Yvonne Oswald. Her book is Every Word Has Power, Switch on Your Language, and Turn on Your Life. Yvonne Oswald is a Ph.D., and she's a national U.S. award-winning pioneer in the field of personal growth. A renowned and respected communications trainer and keynote speaker, she is certified trainer of hypnosis and a medical master practitioner of NLP and timeline therapy. And her second book is Every Word Has Power. Welcome back, Avon. Thank you. And the hey. book is actually published by The Secret Publishers. Interesting. Beyond Words. Yeah, and I, I got in real, really easily with them. It was really very, very surprising. Well, isn't what you're talking about very much like The Secret, exactly. where your thoughts are things and what yes. you say and what you think or what is what you bring to you? Yes. Correct, because everybody told me, oh, you can't just approach a publisher like that. You have to email them. You have to wait two years. You have to get rejected by like 40,000 people. And then, you know, and everybody was giving me all their limiting beliefs. And I said, well, why can't I just call up and say, you know, I've got a great book. Would you mind looking at it? And they were like, no, you can't do that. And that's what I ended up doing. And uh, I got through to Cynthia Black's assistant, Marie, and she just said, go ahead and send me the book. She said, I'll get it through to her. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And it just, it just, it happened like magic. It was fantastic. And that is magic, because that's usually a hard thing to be able to achieve on your own. Well, and interestingly enough, it was exactly, 
the subject, um, the chief editor had been talking about the day before. She said, I wish somebody would write a book about the power of words. And then I saw mm. the next day. Mm. So, you know, there's no such thing as coincidence. There really isn't. It really That's is. something. It's like the thought. And you probably knew in your heart it would find the right home. I was determined that they were the only publishers I was going to approach because I read their vision statement. They were totally in alignment with what I believe. And it's been a fantastic experience. They have been so supportive. It's been wonderful. Wonderful. Really good. So if people are really trying to change their thinking, Mm -hmm. this is where the hypnosis comes in because you do hypnosis as well. Yes. And they're using the words and they're trying, but they're still having trouble, Yvonne. Those negative words are still creeping in. Would hypnosis help them there? Yes, it will. Um, you can actually instruct the unconscious mind to be aware of um, negative, low-energy words and actually help to delete them or clear them from the thinking and from the um, vocabulary. Basically, limiting thoughts are limiting decisions. You've made a limiting decision somewhere because someone told you something. Mm-hmm. And use it as a survival technique. So something like when I was a child, I would only get, I would get sick and then my mother would pay me attention so I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. And I was sick a lot as a child because that was the only way I could get her attention. She didn't usually give me attention if I was healthy or if I was happy. I only got it negatively, so, of course, I was sick a lot. And I continued the behavior into being an adult, and it was my husband who turned around and said, can you never just get, take a day off without getting sick? And I was like, wow, I still do that. Amazing. And it's, once it's in your awareness, you can change it. It's when it's outside your awareness that, you know, it's not easy to see or change. Yeah. Now, does the visioning board help to bring it back into your awareness a lot? Yes. Doing a vision as a visionary board or or getting um, a vision board is where you actually write down your goals. You you draw pictures. You cut pictures out of um, newspapers or magazines. You you put a boundary around it so it's, you've got a clear intent. You work with all the five areas of your life. You know your relationships, your career, your money, your health, and your home, and really, really put a date on it. And it actually, by physically writing, by physically sticking, you're actually giving your unconscious mind instructions on what to do. And so you can do a vision board, but you can also write it as well as the board. The board would be pictures, correct? Yes. Yes. And pictures and words. And you can also, when you're writing your your affirmations, it's really important to, to write it in the now as though it's already happened. So it is June the... 26, 2008, I have just got off the plane. I am feeling amazing. Um, people are greeting me. I am famous. I am this. I am that. And you actually put the date, the future date as though it's today. So today is September the 15th, 2008. Today is the most amazing day of my life when da 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 What happens is when people do goals usually, they, they usually think it and see it and feel it and taste it and everything. And then the unconscious mind thinks it's already happened, so it doesn't need to do anything. Right. It has no idea what's truth and reality. It's the same as the Internet. If you type fairies into the Internet, you will get two million insights on fairies, whether they exist or not. You know? Well, and, and you talk about the, that's one of the things that you certainly can do, or two mm-hmm. of the things in terms of the visioning board mm-hmm. and in terms of the writing. Mm-hmm. But... There are some other things here that I want to read that you've written that I think are very interesting. Mm -hmm. And these are just things that you do out there unconditionally that bring a smile to your own face. 
Give everyone you meet a warm smile today. You'll mm-hmm. feel a difference in their life, and they will feel it. Mm-hmm. Greet everyone you meet as though they're an adorable puppy. Mm-hmm. Fill in your page of your gratitude book with people you like and the reasons you're grateful for them. Yeah. Do a forgiveness exercise to improve your relationships. Mm-hmm. And time how long as a percentage of the day your partner or children are not well-behaved or pleasant, and then be happy and celebrate that it's not very long after all. Yes. Give everyone you know a compliment and have fun with persons that you love the most today. Yeah. It's about having fun. It's about, I mean, when my daughter was two or three, I, I read a book and it said, you know, I, I kept saying, she's so naughty, she's, she's really this, she's really that. And then it, I read a book and it said, as a percentage of the day, actually add up the minutes that she really is not well behaved. And it was like three minutes of the day. And, and then we blow that I up. I was so surprised. It was like, Wow. And that was the only three minutes I remembered. I hadn't been remembering the other fabulous times because that was that was the irritable bit, you know, the one that brought up some negative feelings. Mm. You know, and then I started realizing that it, she was a great daughter. You also talk about a switch, buddy, in terms of helping you reinforce those three minutes of great time. Because yeah. sometimes we can't always do it ourselves. We try and then we forget. It's, you know what? It's so not easy to do it yourself. When someone, you know, I mean, it's like you've got a friend who's, in the middle of something, you can so easily tell her what to do, and she can't even get where you are. So, you know, just reminding of her, of her to change the language. So if you say something like, oh, it's really, really hard, and then, you know, your switch buddy says, it's, could you switch that? You will actually say, oh, it's really not easy. And what happens is then your unconscious mind goes and, goes and searches for easy rather than hard. You know, if I so say, that's where the buddy helps. Yeah. So if you say, don't worry, and I say, switch, you'll say, uh, you'll be fine. You know, I've heard parents before an exam saying to the kids, don't worry. Oh, no, don't think about it. Don't worry. It's like, ah. You know, instead of saying, you'll be fine, you know the stuff. You know, you're, you're really capable. I love you. I'm proud of you. You're such a, a strong person. You know, they're, they're taking them in the opposite way. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's really retraining yourself, isn't it? It is. It's simply an awareness process. It's really easy. I mean, you can do points as well. Katie and I used to do points. She'd get 10%, 10 points for every time she caught me out, and I would get 10 points for her. She was way faster than me. You know, she didn't have that many negative thoughts in her head. So she, but, and, and I was really surprised. She was constantly correcting me. It was really interesting. In your book, you mentioned values a lot. Mm-hmm. Why is that important? Is that because your behavior really stems from your values? Yes, and values are something which, which is intrinsic to you as a person. They're not usually imposed from outside. You can get values imposed from outside with you know, religion or whatever, but your, your inner values are what's really important to you in life to, to satisfy your needs to be happy. So as soon as you get out of alignment... Your unconscious mind's job is to give you a negative emotion to show you that there's something not quite right here. How did you come to this yourself in your own journey? Was this part of your own journey to use more positive words? How did you come to this? Yes, it was huge. Because I was brought up in Manchester, England, you know, and the language there, even when I go back, I have to almost like go la, 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 so I don't listen to it because it's, you know, people are always making fun of each other and being sarcastic and, you know, they'll, they'll put people down all the time. And I was brought up in that kind of an atmosphere. And when I came to Canada, I was totally surprised to hear how supportive everyone was of everyone. It really was quite a, an eye-opener to me to see the difference and feel the difference between someone saying to you, wow, you're doing really well, 
Whereas in England, it would be, wow, look at that. You're getting big-headed now because you're doing so well, you know, that kind of idea. And yeah. even now when I go back, I, I basically just talk about the weather. <laughs> it's like, you know, and, and a lot of them don't realize that they do. Well, they all don't realize they're doing it, you know, so... Because, and, and, you know, then there's that old adage of the birds of a feather stick together. Yes. So they all do it because they're all yes. doing it. Yes, and you will find that your friends will change because you will not be attracting in the old negative friends that used to, like, want to be negative with you. They'll say to you, there's something not right with you because you're changing into into Yes, energy. and why are you so sensitive? Yes. Yeah, you know, it's no big deal kind of thing, but it is because when you're using negative language with someone, you're, you're not only affecting yourself, but you're affecting that other person. Plus, you're affecting me on some level, too. Like you're affecting the whole of humanity with whatever you say. So if you want to change, you may have to find new friends, Yvonne. Yes, you may have to get some new friends. And it's lovely then, because when you call someone and you, you, can, you can say something, they'll say, yeah, isn't that interesting? What do you think that's teaching you? What's the lesson there? And the mm. second you get the lesson, the emotion's gone, the negative emotion's gone. And that's very important as a lesson, yes. if you can the get that. Yes, the most important, because as long as you didn't get the lesson, your unconscious mind is going to keep that negative emotion present, or it's going to keep representing it. Mm. Yeah. That's so true. Cool stuff. Yeah, you really have to get it. You know what's All right, we're going to take a break, and when okay. we come back, uh, if people want to learn more, mm-hmm. they go to globalwelcome.com. Yes, www.globalwelcome.com, G-L-O-B-A-L. Okay, and your book and all your other information is on your site. Yes. All right, my guest today is Yvonne Oswald, and her book is Every Word Has Power, Switch on Your Language and Turn on Your Life. Yvonne Oswald, Ph.D., is a national U.S. award-winning pioneer in the field of personal growth. A renowned and respected communications trainer and keynote speaker, she's a certified trainer of hypnosis and a master practitioner of NLP and timeline therapy. And again, her book is Every Word Has Power. You're listening to Positive Living. There's still time to call in after the break at 866-472-5788. If you're listening on Monday, June 16th, and if not, you can go to Voice America or to my site, raskinresources.com, and hear the archive shows. We'll be right back. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. If you want to put the pep back in your step, Chad Lafferty says just what you're looking for. Dance is life. Life is dance. It's only about dance. It's about moving through life with style, gaining awareness of the never-ending, ever-flowing movement that accompanies all of life's activities. Dance is life. Life is dance. Broadcast every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Radio Network. Be sure to tune in and tap into the limitless healing that dance can provide. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure. There's this girl I kind of like. Say no more. You just have to impress her. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? You know, desk, chairs, people. Grunt if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, oh! Uh, There you go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. 
All Things Music with composer and songwriter Tara Tucker brings to the Voice America channel music genres not typically heard on your FM radio dial. World music, folk, indie, classical, religious, early medieval. What you won't hear is top 40, rap, or rock, or celebrity news from the streets, or the tabloids of Hollywood. Each week, Tara will showcase a different musical style, the musicians who perform it, the history behind it, and she promises to broaden your musical horizons. Tune in Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Pacific to All Things Music with Tara Tucker on the Voice America channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hi everyone, we are back. You are listening to Positive Living and I'm Patricia Raskin right here on VoiceAmerica.com. We have a great show for you today. You can call us at 866-472-5788 if you're listening live on Monday, June 16th. We're talking about the power of words. My guest is Yvonne Oswald, who is the author of Every Word Has Power, Switch On Your Language, and Turn On Your Life. And Yvonne Oswald is a Ph.D. She is a renowned and respected communications trainer and keynote speaker. She's a certified trainer of hypnosis and a master practitioner of NLP and timeline therapy. And her book, again, is Every Word Has Power. Welcome back, Yvonne. Thank you. Yvonne, what is timeline therapy? Timeline therapy is really interesting. Um, Talk therapy, basically, um, when you go and see a talk therapist, the statistics are, I think it's 600 sessions and you get 3% of benefit. Because what talk therapy does, it goes into the biggest emotional charged episode and reruns it. And what happens then is you actually end up bringing all your old stuff again and you just keep rolling around in it. With straight hypnosis, you go to the first significant event, which is actually outside your awareness. It's usually before you were seven. And you clear it from there. With the timeline therapy, is even more interesting. You go 15 minutes before anything ever happened. And it's wonderful stuff. It's like just elegantly pulling out a whole thread from your, you know, from a from a, a skirt instead of like picking out a stitch by stitch. It's really great stuff. Hmm. It it realigns the the unconscious mind to think, wow, yeah, I was feeling great just before that happened. So what what was the lesson I didn't get? Now NLP, neurolinguistic programming, mm-hmm. the exercise that you did in the beginning, the mind magic exercise, yeah. where you you asked me and you asked the audience to mm-hmm. move your finger to the other knuckle, isn't yeah. that part of what NLP is? Explain it's, that. It's, it's called an anchor. It's actually anchoring um, a thought or a, or a process into a new a new behavior. So you're telling the unconscious mind to do a new behavior. I've actually attempted to do the mind, mind magic without that, and it actually works much better with it. It does. It does, because, you, because it's all connected to the physical body. We hold our emotions in our physical body. So if you choose another place to put a new emotion, then it becomes forever anchored in. And the more you do it, the more um, it, it just simply does it of its own accord. It's like if you have a fabulous experience, it's really good to, to grab, to, to take your, your, the, your right hand and make it into a fist and say, yes, mm-hmm. so that every time in future, every time you make a fist, you actually will go into that feeling again. Mm. Do you have examples of clients who have applied some of these techniques? Yeah, I had an email today, funnily enough, from a lady who's been reading the book, and she said she's 55 or 56, and she was quite amazed. She said, I'm reading it really slowly because I'm taking it in bit by bit. 
she said, I'm finding that I'm actually changing. Even at my, she was even at my age, she said, I'm actually changing what I'm thinking about things. She said, I hadn't realized how negative I was before. You know, and it just makes people think about what they're actually saying and doing and makes you become aware of it and change it consciously. How is this so effective in the corporate world? In the corporate world, it's fantastic because what happens is people, you know, I mean, you're a third of your life at work, Patricia, you know, and you have to get on with people. In the book, I do a lot of a lot of communication skills, how to do body language, how to make someone like you in 60 seconds or less, um, what to do to get approval, and, and how to work out what someone else's model of the world is. It's not just that they're being ignorant if they're not looking at you. They may well be auditory, so they may just have the ear turned to you. They may be paying 100% in, of uh, attention to you, but it's your decision about what they're doing, you know. And as I said, clearing the negative emotions around people, you you then they've nothing to push up against when you're talking to them. So it, it really does make a huge difference. Now, do you do your? You're in Canada. Do you do your work uh, all over the country? Yes, I go to the states a lot. Um, I do keynote speaking in the states. I do workshops in the states and Toronto, mainly Toronto. Um, I've been into. I've just come back from L.A., Idaho, Portland, and Seattle. We did a book tour, and I did. You know, some well, and you've also been nominated for the uh, for the final three of the COVR Visionary Award. Yes, in with Lynn McTaggart and Carolyn Mace. That's right. Carolyn Talk Mace. about that. I uh, know. Well, what happened was with the uh, My Magic, with the negative emotion release, people were saying we want a CD of it. We want a CD of it because we want to hear it. So I designed a CD with eleven tracks on it. And it's about releasing negative emotions, anger, sadness, fear, guilt, anxiety, and also how to plant a future memory. There's a, there's a little track in on how to put a future memory in. And the last track is a 20-minute track, which is about clearing away negative emotions just with a storytelling idea. So it takes you back before birth, actually. And anything before birth is aligning you back with your authentic self. So, yeah, I'm up for a vision reward. I'm already in the top three, so I'm really happy. With the fabulous company, Lynn McTaggart and Carolyn Mist, who have my yes, yes, I've interviewed them both. Yeah, fabulous. And yes, they, they really they really both are. Really lovely. So I'm I'm really very happy with the work I'm doing and it's gonna change the world. It is well, already changing the world. We have a few minutes left. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about some other exercises that people can do. You have something called Are You Fixed or Flowing? Yes. All right, explain that. If you're fixed, it usually means that you've made a limiting decision somewhere and you keep looping into the same limiting decision. So, for instance, if you're in a relationship that isn't working, you need to look back at your old relationships and think, wow, you know, is this a repeat pattern or is it that people are, you know, all the same, all men are the same or whatever. And if you've made a decision, what you'll find is it will be a repeat pattern in your life. So, and usually what that means is probably not them, it's probably you. And if you actually re- realize that everything that you've attracted in is simply a mirror of who you are, then it becomes very easy to live life. You know, and flowing is the idea of, of, of thinking, wow, how interesting. I must have sent out an interesting thought to bring that into my life. How can I change that? And that means taking risks, too. Yes, yes. And, and it also means realizing that the, the bigger the goal you set, the more the stuff's going to come up more quickly. People have said to me, Wow, but, you know, it seems to happen that when I make new decisions, stuff comes up. Well, yeah, because it, it, it has to come up real fast because it means then that you, it's, your unconscious mind is working more quickly with you. 
Mm-hmm. It's saying, look, this is this is a decision we make. Can we change it? You talk about um, four kinds of emotions, mm-hmm. positive visualizing, such as excitement, passion, desire, ecstasy, yeah. negative emotions, such as anger and rage yeah. and fear, yeah. which have a temporary boasting effect but yeah. then bring you down. Then negative devitalizing emotions, mm-hmm. such as envy and despair and sadness and depression and grief yeah. and remorse and shame, mm-hmm. and then neutralizing emotions, which you call these neutral, anxiety, regret, unease, and indecision, yeah. would serve to produce inertia and immobilization. Yeah. So what happens is you have exciting emotions, such as joy, enthusiasm, empowerment, you know, the, the real, the, I mean, really excitement is the hotline to God. You can get excited and enthusiastic about something. You're heading straight towards the light, straight towards where you need to go. However, that fear and ang- fear and anger are also vitalizing. They boost you temporarily. You can get so angry about a situation that you change it, or so fearful of a situation that you change it. But you can't sustain those old emotions because they're, they're just not sustainable. You have to get angry again about something else or fearful about something else. The 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 despair and the guilt and the um, those kind of emotions are devitalizing. They kind of put you into a slump. And then you have the um, anxiety, the worry, and those completely take you to inertia. They are not helpful at all because they just take you straight to um, just doing nothing. And, in fact, there's a very easy way. I'll, I'll actually teach you a real quick trick to... Clear all right, we have one minute to close. So, okay. So just tell us quickly your, your okay. last piece. Okay, the last piece is... Uh, to clear any anxiety, you go 15 minutes ahead of the successful conclusion of, the res- of what you really want to happen and get into that situation, and the anxiety will completely disappear. Mm. It's a really good stuff. Thank you so much, Yvonne, for You're being on the welcome. program. Thank you so much. For yes, Yvonne Oswald, author of Every Word Has Power, Communication. It's about communication. Switch on your language and turn on your life. Folks, remember, as I say each week at the end of each show, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin for Positive Living right here on voiceamerica.com. Have a wonderful Monday and a wonderful week. listening to Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to raskinresources.com and tune in next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, right here on voiceamerica.com.